Momtrepreneurs are busy. Yes, I stated the most obvious quality about being a momtrepreneur. You know you need to continue to educate yourself, but it's hard to find time. You know it is important to keep learning and growing, but how do you pick the best business book? Like everything else you you do, this takes intentional planning and good recommendations. Hey moms, welcome to another episode of the Life Unboxed blog show, where we talk about all things momtrepreneur, from raising your kids to running a business, and the most important one, to keeping your sanity. I am Jody the Mom from lifeunboxed.blog. If you're enjoying this content, I would really appreciate it if you could like the video and subscribe to the channel. This just helps me know what kind of content you're looking for. And if you're listening to the podcast, be sure to download the podcast and leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. Uh, Thank you for sharing this podcast with your friends. Remember, I would love to hear your questions that you just can't seem to get answered. In a previous episode, we talked about how to pick the best business book, and I will leave the link below. Today, I want to share with you my top eight uh, book recommendations. And it's one of my favorite topics to talk about books. So we're going to have a lot of fun today. So here are my favorite business books. Now, this is the endorsement I can give them. They were so good that I listened to the audiobook from the library. I like to check out books first on over. I use the Overdrive app and get free books that way. Free or, you know, check them out free from the library. So I listened to the audio first from the library And then I went and actually bought the physical book because I am a visual learner. I wanted to have the actual book so I can go through and highlight it and take, make notes and use it for reference, future reference. These are not listed in any particular order. I'm just going to give you the the books as they popped into my head. And, but I do highly recommend all of them. Now, some of the books in their ideas, they may contradict each other. But I am all for hearing both sides of the argument or discussion, not really an argument, and distilling the best ideas from both sides. So that's what we're going to do. And I'm going to get out of your way and we're going to get into here, get into the books. Okay, for those listening on the podcast, I am showing my screens of images of all the books for all the visual learners, but I will be sure to give you the full title and uh, the author's name, and you can also, um, I'm le- I will leave links in the descriptions for the, uh, on the YouTube channel, the podcast, and you can always find um, all my book recommendations on lifeinbox.blog. So let's get into this. So the first book that I want to talk about is Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. So this was one of those really overhyped, bo- overhyped books that I really resisted reading for a very long time. But let me tell you, it really over-delivered. So it was a great book to focus on what I wanted to do and how to tell a story. It was so good, I listened to the audio version and then I bought the book so I could go through and highlight it. This is my, I won't call it a guarantee, my strong recommendation is that you won't regret investing time or money in this book. Everyone loves a good story, and Donald Miller really shows you how to incorporate 
story into your business marketing model. So the book also gives you the structure of a story. Like literally he goes through um, like the basic steps of what's included in a story. He shows you through like, you know, he'll talk about Star Wars movies and he has a few other ones in there, but Star Wars is the one I remembered. So you can plan your business story with step-by-step guidance. So the title again is Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. So the next book we're going to talk about is Entree Leadership by Dave Ramsey. So I thought this book was really good. It gave a lot of practical advice for leading a team. So even though you may be virtual, you still may have opportunity to lead a team virtually or even people you may hire at some point. So it was so good. I actually had my 13-year-old read it as well. He definitely has leadership qualities. He just needs some wisdom and maturity to go along with it. So if you manage a team, plan to manage a team, or just have worked under bad leaders or managers, you should read this book. It will give you clear principles on what a good leader is and does. Leadership is a responsibility that is often given, but a skill that is rarely taught. And so uh, one endorsement is Dave Ramsey's company has been named one of the best places to work in Nashville 10 times. So he seems to be a leader that practices what he preaches. So definitely a good leader to take advice from. Hey, if you get voted uh, the best place to work that many times, you have something to say that we should listen to. The next book on our list is Start With Why by Simon Sinek. So the premise of this book is to go beyond what you do and really dig deep and build your business on why you do it. Why is what inspires you and continues to motivate you to do what you do. So personally, how this book helped me as I started to pivot my virtual assistant business This book book helped me to really think through why and what I wanted to do. So I got to the point where I could determine that what I really wanted to do was to help small businesses be successful by taking some of those frustrating must-haves off their plates. So even if I eventually change how I do this or what I do, my why will never change. So I find Simon Sinek, because I also like to watch, um, you know, stuff on his YouTube channel. I find him to be a refreshing idealist. So it counters my cynical side sometimes. Um, I heard someone say once that if you scratch the surface of a cynic, you'll find an idealist underneath. And that is definitely me. So it's good to hear from an idealist who seems to be making it work. All right, so for book four on our list, it is Great at Work by Morton T. Hansen. So let's get that picture up so you can see it. So this book can be summed up in one phrase, do less and then obsess. When you're starting out building your business, you can have the tendency to say yes to everything because you're building. That's what you do. This book will really help you focus on what is the most important to you. In any business, there are many stages. And if you are 
not at the point that you feel like you can focus on less, that's okay. And what I mean by less is you're really narrowing down your niche or your services or, you know, different things like that, not the amount of work that you're doing. You can still start a virtual assistant business without knowing your niche. And there's going to be more to come on that. I promise you. And it's going to be good. So be on the lookout. But if you want help just to really start to think through your focus and what you want to really obsess about, this is a great book to read. I've thoroughly enjoyed reading it. So even though I would counter the idea that you have to have a niche to in order to start a business or to have a business, I still found um, this book to be um, helpful for my business. Number five on our list is Grit by Angela Duckworth. There it is. So you know you've heard me talk about this book before. Um, and I just found this book to be so good that, yes, I bought it. And then I added it to my oldest son's eighth grade curriculum. So I've never seen myself as someone who is highly talented or a gifted individual. But I do possess a tenacity to see things through until the end. Like I have been called a bulldog by my co-workers before. So, and I take it as a compliment as it was in it, as it was intended to be. So this book really focuses on that quality. Um, as an example, when I was in college or Bible school, I never, I know, I don't have my degree. Um, but when I was in Bible school, I decided to teach myself how to play the guitar. And I am not musically inclined, and I had a lot of people around me who were very good um, at playing, but I knew I possessed one quality, and that was I was gritty enough to work hard at it, and I did teach myself to play the guitar. Now, don't get me wrong, I cannot play like Santana or Jimi Hendrix, but I am happy with what I could do. So if you're a mom that possesses this gritty quality, then this is a must read for you. And if you are someone who has a lot of talent, then this book is also for you. It will inspire you to be gritty. And I think that's a good thing. And our sixth book is Range by David Epstein. I'm going to pull it up here. Okay. So remember how I was saying some books may contradict each other? So this will probably be in complete contradiction or most contradiction to uh, great at work, the idea of do less and then obsess. But that's okay because there's a lot that you can get um, from reading both sides of the discussion. So if you are a generalist living in a specialist world, can I get a shout out from any of you uh, generalists who are watching this? You need to read this book. So I will give this caveat. He does get a little into the weeds on some of the points he is making, but if you can get past that, he makes some great points. So a lot of time when you're in traditional publishing, they have there's a specific word count that you have to meet or that the publisher needs. And so that's why if you feel like a book is padded, it probably is padded to meet that specific word count. And so I did feel that way with this book. I felt like he could have gotten to the point quicker, but 
Hey, I would still rec. It's still on my top eight, but I wanted to let you know that's the one cat. That's the one thing I didn't like about the book. So this book and the points that he makes really challenge the accepted idea and explore outside of the box. So our culture is obsessed with specializing. In every business book, business blog, or even in education, there's a constant push to specialize in something. And the author very systematically dismantles this idea. So with everything so focused on specializing, we need to take apart this accepted norm and truly change our thought process when it comes to how we look at job skills, building a business, and how we learn. So I am a generalist living in a specialist world. Anyone else with me on that? And number seven, Atomic Habits by James Clear. So this is another author that really challenges the accepted norms when it comes to goal setting. I have grown to despise all the mantras and how-tos when it comes to goal, goal setting for one very good reason. They just don't work. Maybe if you had a nanny, a living nanny, you are able to subscribe to one of those uh, food services that deliver dinner to your door or, you know, I don't know. Maybe if you had, you didn't have kids, then, you know, these would work for you. They don't work for me at all. So whether you're setting smart goals or smarter or the big, hairy, scary, whatever, nothing works. And yes, I have followed all of the steps and the to-dos. So you know what ends up happening? Life happens. Kids get sick, days, weeks, even months get hijacked by things I could not foresee or plan for. And my goals end up by the wayside. So now that I've ranted, I will tell you why I found this book to be so refreshing. He doesn't focus on goals. He focus on, focuses on creating systems to improve yourself and reach goals. So basically a goal, the idea of a goal in this is just it, the end result. So to reach these end results a little bit every day. So the focus is to make 1% improvement every day. Now that to me is reasonable. That I can do. 1% every day is not easily hijacked. So for example, for an example of this 1% improvement every day, if you want to write a book, don't try to jump in with the goal of writing 500 words every day for the next four months to reach 60,000 words. That's a lot, and your kids will probably not help you out. If you're, you know, you know what I'm talking about. So more than likely, if you aren't used to writing, you will get burned out and stop. Or again, your, your schedule, your days are just going to get hijacked. And that's okay. We're moms. That's what happens. So instead, what you do is get into the habit of writing a little bit every day. So take two minutes and write. And you just write every day for two minutes. As you improve, then add two more minutes. Eventually, you will train your mind and body to really focus on this time. Think about, if you think about it, you could, so writing two minutes, you can take your phone into the bathroom and, and you know, hide out and just write, write the two minutes for your day. So if you aren't, if you have this goal of trying to write 500 words 
every day uh, and you're not uh, hitting that goal and you're getting discouraged because that's the cycle. You set these goals, uh, you your days get um, hijacked, that's the best word to use, and then they end up falling by the wayside and you get discouraged and then the cycle begins again. So the best thing to do is start small, write, go into the bathroom, take your phone with you. You want to write that book? Do it for two minutes. You, you need to brainstorm ideas for your website. Take two minutes and do it and start small because you will get that snowball effect as you keep doing this every day for two minutes. Two minutes is not a big ask at all. It will start to snowball snowball, and pile up and pretty soon, sooner than you think, you will have reached your goal by just improving 1% every day. And the eighth book in our series, we made it to the end of the list, is How to Make a Living with Your Writing by Joanna Penn. And if you want to incorporate writing into your business or even make a business with your writing, then I highly recommend this book and really her other ones in the same series. So I find her books to be the most practical to the point and very information rich. Um, yeah, she has, she covers a lot. And even if you aren't planning on writing being your main focus, if you're maintaining your social media, you're maintaining your website, you're maintaining um, all these different platforms or even trying to do guest posts uh, in your field or um, all of these are way are different ways that you are writing. And so I just find her books to be extremely helpful, even if being a self-published author isn't the goal. So I would recommend these books if you're writing at all. So I also listen to her podcast. It's called The Creative Pen, and I just get a lot of enjoyment out of it. I really enjoy the creative process. And as I've mentioned before, I work with artists on the, I guess, the other side of that creative process. So I like hearing the writing creative process. So she is a self-published author, and she gives really practical advice on how to do it. It makes you feel like, hey, I could, I could do this. I could actually write a book. So I might have one in my future. So I do have a bonus book for you. And it is called The Quick Fix by Jesse Single. Single? Single? S-I-N-G-A-L. That's how you spell it. So I'm not pronouncing it correctly. So the reason it's a bonus is because I haven't read it yet. But I wanted to bring it to your attention so when I first wrote this blog post, and it's been a it's been a little while since I wrote it, um, this book had hadn't been out yet, and so I really wanted to uh, bring it to your attention because he talks about um, examining the most influential ideas of the recent past and the shaky science that supports them. So the reason I mentioned this book is some of the ideas he is, de is debunking are part of my list that I um, just gave you. So like I said, I am all for hearing all sides of an idea. So let me add this. Never take any one idea for business and think 
if I just do this, then I'm guaranteed success. All ideas are flawed. And it is up to you to take, to take the best parts of an idea that will work for you. And who knows, maybe this book is the more flawed idea. So I'm kind of, I'm excited about uh, hearing it because it is in my audible queue. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see uh, what, he, what evidence he brings up brings up to debunk some of these ideas. So your reading list should definitely be full for a while. So let me know in the comments below if there are other books that cause you to have that aha moment. I'm always looking to learn and read a good book. So tell me in the comments below, what is your favorite business book and why would you recommend it to us? We need to hear from you. I am so glad you joined me today. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to the channel. And remember to check out the Life Unbox store for all of your mom, box, mom boss merch. The link is in the description below. And if you would like to support the channel by buying me a coffee, can always use plenty. Uh, you can do so through my Kofi ko-fi.com slash Life Unbox blog. I truly appreciate your support. For more great entrepreneur content, visit lifeunbox.blog. Be sure to, to share the podcast, YouTube channel, and website with your friends. I truly appreciate your support. We'll see you in the next video.